You're now listening to the Bar Stars Podcast, where we explore health, longevity, and performance. I'm your host, Edward Checo, and we'll be diving deeper into topics I've been studying for the last 10 years as a catastatics expert. You're so close to your goal that planche, handstand, muscle-up is right there. You can feel it. But shit, your wrist hurts. You don't know how it happened or where it came from, but now you have a decision. Do you set yourself back months or do you wrap it up? Of course, any injury you need to price it. Protect, rest, ice, compress, elevate. Then if it's still not better, you should see a professional. But what if it's not a full-blown injury? It's just a slight pain. Not enough for serious concern, but just enough to stop you from training towards your goals. Well, we launched the Bar Stars Wrist Wraps. We tested samples for over a year before deciding the best one. We want to put out the best quality product. We want to protect your wrist, aid you in your goals. We want to provide the support you need for the leans, the upside down holds, the rotations. But at the same time, it has to be breathable, flexible, and not stiff. If it's not breathable, you sweat. And if it's stiff, it won't let you lean or rotate without you know, generating more force and making your wrist worse. We can surely say that we came out with the best wrist wraps on the market. All that and they look sick with the Bar Stars logo. You will definitely have people asking you about them when you rock them. And for a limited time, buy a pair of the wrist wraps and get a free PDF. How to do the infamous planche push-up. A step-by-step -step tutorial with pictures, links to videos, and a workout schedule laid out to get you the planche push-up. And get it for free with your purchase of our wrist wraps. There's a limited time bonus and we will separate the products soon. So get it while you can. www.barstars.com double Z. Today, I actually get to interview someone I considered a good friend, Dayan Stickby. I traveled to many countries performing with Dayan, as well as got to witness him compete at a couple of freestyle competitions. I actually met him as a freestyle athlete, but he has now fully transitioned to a purely endurance and weighted calisthenics strength guy. If you aren't familiar with Dayan, he's a former gymnast, two times national champion from Serbia, placed a top three at Street Workout Championship, the World Cup Super Final. He placed top 10 at the World Championship in Moscow. He placed second at the very famous King of the Bar, and he's the owner of 25-7 Fit app and the Gorilla Gang brand. We talk about the many diets he has tried, his workout routine, why he stopped freestyle, and what he has in store for the future. All right, enjoy. Hey, what's up, what's up, everyone? It's Ed from Bar Stars, and I'm have the pleasure of being joined today by Dayan. Yo, what's up, Ed? How's everything? I, Thanks for the invite. Did I say your name correctly? Appreciate it. Dayan, yeah. How do you I say your you last did. name? Steve Peach. I've known you Steve for Peach. at least what? I mean, like eight years. Eight, and I, eight I've years been now. A hard time pronouncing it. <laughs> everyone, you're not the only one though. Everyone. You I've, know. I've been saying Stick P. Steve K. Steve K. It's uh, the nickname. Yeah, that's uh, the nickname. What does it stand for? It doesn't really have any meaning. Usually everyone in my family uh, was like uh, Stipke, you know, like my my father, his older son was Stipke growing up. And I just like, I was the next one to take the, the nickname. Is yeah. it short for you? It doesn't like, really. Is it short yeah. for your last name? It is, okay. yeah. It is, and it kind of rhymes with uh, Shipke, meaning bar. Like pull bar? Yeah. Oh, nice. Very convenient. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. No one knows about it. You know, I mean, the people here who live in this area, they know. But like anywhere else, like uh, America or, A you know, they don't know the meaning. But here it's like, no. 
All right, so what diet are you following now? Because I know for a while you did keto, and I've seen you jump around diets over the years. I've yeah, like just now, last week, I transitioned into the vegetarian diet. So I'm eating eggs again and uh, cheese. But for the past two years, I did strictly vegan. How many years? Two. So you were keto, and then you went to vegan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directly. What changes did you notice? To be honest, nothing big. I mean, I did improve and everything, like a lot, but I'm not sure if that is because of the diet directly or just the natural progression of my workouts, you know? So I'm like, I feel the same as I did when I did keto, you know, healthy. I did my blood work. Like I'm totally healthy. I feel the same, but I'm improving, you know, like stronger, more endurance. I'm getting bigger, you know, what I noticed only I can maybe get leaner, faster and more shredded on a vegan diet. And I can bulk up much easily. Being vegan. Yeah. How often yeah. do you get blood tests done? I do every five months. And you yeah, don't see any five, difference between keto and vegan? No, no, still like same, same blood. Like I didn't, I didn't really nothing see a big difference. Got it. No, no, see, nothing the, big. The reason I stopped doing keto is because I got a blood test and my cholesterol was like super high. And I was like, okay. Oh man. I should probably stop doing this. Well, for how long did you do it? Seven months. I actually lost Seven a lot months. of weight and I felt great. It was, it was. Yeah, I know awesome. you had almost abs and everything, right? Yeah, no, I had abs. <laughs> you had? Okay, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but for a but, while you were but the fat, cholesterol, fat. But the cholesterol, yeah, it was. <laughs> but the cholesterol was like, like a thing. Like, okay, it's not gonna affect you today or tomorrow, or, you know. But eventually, I feel like having an elevated cholesterol is gonna be a problem. But is that usually like genetically for you? Like everyone in your family has high? No. No. Oh, well, so I don't. We don't have that kind of deep discussion, but I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's... But and and then I've I've had points in my life where I got blood tests and I didn't have high cholesterol, so oh, I figured that's... it had to do with the fact that I was like knocking out coconut oil and red meat every meal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to find what is for you. You know, try it out. If it doesn't work, move on to the next one. If that works, stick to it. Change it up. You know, like is. Like the vegan diet, it's not for everyone. Or the keto is not for everyone. Even for me, I was like struggling eating half a kilogram of meat every day. Like you said, like coconut oil, avocado, you know, just pounding like fats, you know, like fruit I didn't eat for two years, <laughs> no fruit, you know? And I fuck, I, and I love bananas and I love like uh, apples and everything. I, I had to like skip everything. You know, I was really on like zero carbs for two years. Do you track calories through the vegan diet or the keto diet? You know, like at the beginning I do, you know, just to check how much I need and everything to maintain. And then after a week, I just don't check it anymore. And I do it by like a feeling, you know, and just track it like that. If I need more or less or how I look, 
you know, if I feel like I'm getting a little bit skinnier than I used to be, just eat more. What's your maintenance and calories? Maintenance is around 2,500. Really? Yeah. Something like that. Now I'm around, no, just now I checked last week, like everything, and my new maintenance is 2,800. Yeah, I was going to say 2,500, I feel like you would cut No, down. it was before, like two years, like I, it's 2,800. I just remembered I did like the whole test and everything to check, and it's 2,800 now. How much do you weigh? Around 80 kilograms. So I think that's 180. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's about 185. Yeah, 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 something like that. I mean, I was even more like during winter and everything, even before this corona pandemic happened. And then I wanted to like trim down slowly, you know, to like a lighter weight, but having like not being able to go to the gym, stress, like all everything around it, you know, and my weight just went down. I couldn't work out. So I basically lost like two months. You were to do it like now the gyms here are open. Everything is like getting back to normal so I can go to the gym and do my, you know, programs that I used to do. But for two months, man, I did like home workouts. I was stuck in Dubai for a month and a month and something and change. I couldn't come back because they closed the, the border. They closed the airports. They closed everything. So I was like stuck in Dubai. Terrible. Just <laughs> I mean, there, there could be there could be worse places where you're stuck at, right? Yeah, but you also have to think like uh, Dubai is pretty expensive. Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> right. And I was supposed to be there for like two weeks, only for filming. Uh, I was supposed to have like a VIP client there, you know, filming with Julian with the company, just content. And then after a week, everything got closed. You know, you can't go out. You can't go to the park. They closed the gyms. Like total shutdown and then we tried to go back back to Europe we tried to rebook the the plane tickets three times canceled canceled and then they closed the airport and like no way to go home damn I'm like fuck like I man I and I have I have like uh, anxiety you know like issues and everything from like I think even when I was a child I had anxiety, but I didn't know what it is because no internet, no one talks about it, you know, back then. And then like now, like with this situation and everything and the internet and everyone panicking and then, you know, everyone sending me from back home, like, oh my God, you know, everything's closing, you know, and I'm just in Dubai, like, oh shit, like, I don't know if I'm having a heart attack or a panic, you know, like total. I felt like burning in my chest, you know, like hyperventilating, like totally. I had no idea what's happening. And I was like, fuck, you know, just anxiety around everything. And I tried to like calm myself down. I did like meditation and everything in Dubai just to, to chill, you know. So for a month there, I did like home workouts. And when I came back, basically Serbia had like a evacuation flight. So the government sent some flights and they put me on it. And then I had one month uh, quarantine here 
and just home workouts, you know. That's all I did. Do you feel like you lost muscle? I lost around five kilograms. But I, I think it's mostly fat, which I lost because I was eating less, you know. And I didn't work out that much or that high intensity, you know, because I need weights, you know, like just playing push-ups or pull-up, like it doesn't do anything to me. So I lost a little bit, but mo mostly fat. Do you track your protein? No. No. So you just eat No, too and much. I, yeah. And I, like I said, like I got tested a week ago and my protein level is like high. Do you make a conscious so, uh, effort like, to eat protein? Like uh, as a vegan, you got to eat like a lot of beans or no? You just, you still eat what you just want to eat. No, I, I still eat beans. You know, I like every day beans, hummus, all kinds of plants. You know, I still, you know, look what I need to eat, but I'm not really tracking it. Like how, how many grams I, you know, I just know what to eat and I eat it. You take any supplements? Yeah, definitely. B12. Iron, D vitamin, uh, magnesium, zinc, and creatine. That's what I take every day. What about you? What supplements do I use? I take vitamin D3, just because uh, okay. dark skinned people are supposed to take it in the sun. I mean, when during the winters. Oh, really? If you're black, I think you, everyone should take it. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone should take it, but, but black people gotta take more if you're in the winter. Oh, okay. Because you're you not getting every sun. day something. <laughs> yeah um true. i i take protein uh shakes and cookies but not on uh, a regular basis like especially weight? yeah oh, okay and uh i was taking collagen for a while because it's supposed to be really good for your bones and, and uh nails but like i see conflicting Skin. evidence about it so i'm i'm not 100 percent sure but I, i'm open to it like I've, I've heard that you get the same response if you just match protein with vitamin c so that you don't oh, need okay. collagen, your body would just do it itself. But I would like to look more into it because I, I really do care about like the way I'm aging. I don't want to look like really fucked up at like 40 years old, you know? How old are you now? I'm 31. How about you? 31. 27. 27. Okay. Yeah. I'm catching up. How catching old were up. you? I met you uh, at the World Super Finals World Cup in Norway, correct? Or in Russia? No, in Russia. In or Russia. the World Cup final. Yeah. I was 20, 19, 20. Wow. Young. Seven yeah, years yeah. ago. Okay. Now, yeah, young. You were a lot lighter when I first met you. And over these years, you've gotten significantly bigger. Yeah. How much of a weight change do you think you've seen? In 2013, at the World Cup, I was around 69, 70 kilograms. So I, I don't know how much that it is in pounds or LBS, but around 70 kilograms. So I gained around 10 kilograms in seven years. If you can check like how much that is, but yeah. Not, 70 not kilograms is about 154 pounds. Yeah. And you gained 10 kilograms. Yeah. So 22 pounds. Yeah, 22 pounds in seven years. What I do you mean, feel, it's not... Yeah. What do you feel like uh, helped you increase the weight? Just natural training weight. and eating? 
Weighted Cali. How Made long after the freestyle? So you okay? So you trained freestyle when I first met you. Do you still train freestyle? No, no, no. I didn't touch it since 2015. You know, only for only for shows. You know, like uh, when you judge, or if I have a workshop and people want to see something. You know, then you have to do it when you're judging or anything like that. Then you have to do it like half a minute. You know, just for for the crowd, but I I didn't do it since 2015. I didn't compete since Norway when we went. I think you were a judge in Norway, right? In 2015? Yeah. The World Cup final? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Since, since then, I didn't freestyle. What made you stop? I never liked it. Maybe I liked it at the beginning a little bit, but again, it's like a good platform like for me just to show myself and to travel but i never really had had a passion for it you know nothing like long lasting so i i just i always liked strength you know pull-ups dips push-up squats even when i was a gymnast that was my favorite part of training you know just the strength aspect but to compete and to do like freestyle even in gymnastics because when you compete it's basically a freestyle you know i didn't like it and it wasn't like a high 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 level i had like a how, how can i explain like a ceiling you know i just hit my maximum how much i can reach and that's it you know i already felt like the plateau and i couldn't go past it one of the reason, reasons I didn't like it, and I had a lot of injuries, which caused phobias on the bar. The injuries you know? were from freestyling? Yeah, yeah. I fell on my head from the high bar in, man, I think 2009, I fell on my head. I did a double salt from the high bar and I fell directly on my head at the competition. In Serbia? You know, no, in uh, Hungary. In Hungary. Yeah, I, I still remember that day. Like, I fell directly on my head, and I was out, out cold, you know, black. And I remember only waking up and, like, checking my, my uh, like, hands and just blood just pouring down just pouring down i'm like what the hell happened you know i didn't remember anything just black and just blood and my, almost my teeth my teeth were like like jelly you know and i felt like then everyone was like around me took me you know like sat me down stitched not stitched they just put like a band-aid basically on my lip because it tore like that the lower lip i still have a scar a little scar and I just remember being on the stands, just looking at one, like, dot, you know, just, what the hell happened, you know? And then I think I went to the hospital, they did, like, a, a scan of my brain, I had, like, a concussion, and since then, I wasn't really the same, you know? I had, like, a phobia, which I couldn't overcome from the high bar, and then when you have a fear, 
especially in gymnastics, you're done. You know, when you have that doubt, you know, in back of your head, or even in front, you know, because it's always there. Your your career is basically finished, you know. So what went wrong during that move? You've done it before, I imagine. I yeah, I done it before, but as soon as we came there, and as soon as I stepped underneath the high bar, something was different. Some you know, like a feeling. You touch the bar. You know, it, it seemed like higher. Just the whole feeling was off. You know, so I tried it once. I stepped down. I didn't do it. I didn't do the move, the ending move. And my trainer was like, what happened? And I'm like, no, nothing, nothing. Brushing it off, like, oh, nothing. He was like, okay, chill. You know, put some magnesium, on some chalk on your hands. Rest for a few minutes. Try it again. So I went again. I wanted to try it. Again, I left. You know, I jumped down. I didn't do it. And he was like, what, what's up? And I tried to, like, man up and be like, nah, you know, it's, it, I can do it. You know, it's fine. And, like, deep down, I'm, like, panicking. Like, oh, shit, something is wrong, you know. But I wanted, especially when you have a trainer and it's, like, uh, international competition, you don't really want to disappoint people, you know. And I was like, nah, it's everything cool. And then, again, I tried it. I, went, I was like, fuck it, all or nothing. And I did, like, the giant. You know the giant? Yeah, yeah. Like, on the bar. I did, like, one, two, and then black. And then I woke up, like, just on the floor. So you do remember letting go? I No, no. What I heard, I let go too early. You know, I let go too early. I did the double, and I fell on my head. Holy shit. I, um, by the way, I missed the 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 mats i missed the mats and i fell on concrete oh so you know like you have like mats like five meters long yeah so, so i landed like seven yeah whenever you do a giant it kind of propels you pretty far i've seen a couple of people oh, like, yeah. let go at the wrong time and they just fucking fly yeah that was me that was me i just fell on the concrete on my head so what you do you know? think about like freestyle movements that are considered strength based, like uh, planches and front levers, one arm pull ups. I mean, I, I used to do it also in gymnastics, you know, like the iron cross and then we, like planche. We didn't really get into it. It wasn't that popular move, at least in my gym. But in street workout, man, it's it's hard. You know, I used to do like a straight old planche, front lever, back lever. That's like basic move. But you don't but train that again, anymore. No, no, nothing. I totally let go of everything around it. But you would say so that's basic. strength, right? It is, but again, it's too much connected for me with the street workout and freestyle. You know, it's too close for me and I just don't want, you know, I don't want, I didn't want anything with it anymore. You know, I don't see any benefit for me, what I'm doing currently, you know, like I'm focusing on a few stuff and that's it. You know, I, it's not really my goal to do a full, full planche. That's it. So well, how would you describe your training now? And walk us through like a, a regular day. Uh, my How do I describe my training now? It's more like a power lifter, you know, and uh, I'm doing 
like my training is based like powerlifting and Olympic lifting. So I basically took those principles and I put it into weighted calisthenics. So really low rep, high set range, you know, like eight or 10 per exercise, like a muscle up or pull up. Um, I'm doing handstand push up, weighted, everything I do now, it's weighted or resistant or both. Uh, I do Olympic lifting now. I started like uh, six months ago with Olympic lifting. I have a good job. Uh, I have a good coach, Erwin. He's one of the best or the best here in uh, Serbia. So he's teaching me how to snatch, power clean, jerk. And uh, I can tell you it's really helping me with uh, calisthenics. How do you divide the Olympic lifting? How does your weekly training routine look like? So Monday, it's upper body strength tuesday lower body strength it's mostly olympic lifting wednesday rest day tuesday i do push you mean thursday friday right? uh, thursday i do push workouts friday i do pull workouts saturday i do legs and then sunday rest so two rest days two leg days an upper body day and a push and a pull day yeah and you do yeah. calisthenics on all those days with uh, Olympic lifting or some days it's purely calisthenics and some days it's purely Olympic lifting? You know, I mix it up. So usually when it's my upper body strength, it's now with a new program, I also do bench and I do pull. So a muscle up and a pull up weighted. Tuesday is strictly Olympic lifting. And the push and pull and legs, it's mostly a mix with weighted calisthenics and gym, just weightlifting. How many days a week? I mean, how long would you say your workout is? How many hours? Two. Usually two. I don't really look at the time, you know. I know what I have to do. I have, like, a schedule, what I need to do, and I don't really look at the time. Especially when you do strength, like the Monday and Tuesday, it's it's long. Sometimes like three hours workout, because it's a high high rest. You know, three five minutes, ten minutes in between. Does drive you crazy, huh? Yeah, and man, people are laughing at me because I do a muscle up, you know, with 30, 40 kg, and I fucking lay down and chill for five minutes, and then I get up. Hands, do another one, one, and then again for five minutes I lay down. Aren't you worried about your body cooling down in between sets? No. That didn't happen. No. And I improved so much with that concept. You know, like I talked to to Erwin, the Olympic lifting trainer, and he he does the same thing when he's like preparing for his competitions. And he, he went to the qualifier for Tokyo for this year for the Olympics. He didn't qualify, unfortunately, but they do the same principle. You know, even the Chinese athletes for Olympic lifting or powerlifting, they do the same thing. You know, they rest for five, 10 minutes, do it again, max effort, and then five minutes again, nothing. Yeah, I think so I saw like, I saw like big results, really big results. I think it is super common for strength training to have these long rests. Yeah. 
Are you ever worried about doing weighted muscle ups? Like, um, for me, I, I practice weighted muscle ups a lot, but when I get to the heavier mm -hmm. weight, I'm a little cautious. I'm not really scared. I mean, it's always like when you're doing really heavy, like for me, now when I get up to 35 kg or 40, it's like, oh man, it's, it's about 80 it's something pounds, of, right? Yeah, yeah, I think around. It's very heavy. Oh man, I think there's only what I know three people who do it more than 40 kg. Vadim, Vitali, and me, clean. And it's in your head, you know, that something can go wrong, but thank God, you know. Nothing happens. I prepare myself, you know, like I warm up, I do everything before. Nothing happens, thank God. But yeah, I mean, never had a problem. But I know, like, probably a lot of people, like, have that, you know, fear. But I, I have a bigger fear of doing the chin up heavy. Really? Just because of the bicep, yeah, bicep tendon. And I saw too many people, you know, getting injured. And I know it's like a from like chin -ups? horrific, yeah, every, yeah, chin up or hefesto, yeah, even I've seen, back I've, lever. I know at least like four people who who got injured doing like uh, that that top Korean dip movement into the back lever. Man, I like can't even, I can't hefesto. even watch. Yeah, I, I would never do watch. that. If you listen to this podcast, I, never... I would never suggest doing that. I I single handedly know four people who snapped their biceps from that. Nah, man. Every time when I'm judging a competition, I can't look. You know, I'll give you a high point, but I'm not. Ju I'm just gonna turn around. I'm not gonna look. Like I hate it. You know, and it's usually you know like most of the street workout guys they don't really warm up, especially before a competition. They're all on hype. You know, they do a pre workout, slam a coffee. <laughs> and and just jump and do a 740 720 or whatever you know like so i can't i can't look i can't look i can't you know so i i'm more afraid of doing a chin-up weighted do you still judge you know? freestyle competitions uh yeah not too often you know again because i'm not doing it you know and i I'm not known for that anymore. You know, at the beginning, like 2014, 15, even 16, I was like getting invited a lot and traveling. And now when I'm more doing strength, people don't really invite you or I decline, especially this new generation of, you know, athletes. They, they don't know you for competing and doing freestyle, you know. Like now, when you say like 2013, 14, they're like, oh my God, it's, you know, a long time ago. You know how many times I have to be at competitions and reintroduce myself? I'm like, hey, yeah, my name's Ed. <laughs> and I was no, like, shit, that, was, that wasn't the really? case. Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't the case like five years oh, ago. Oh, shit, man. Kids, kids oh, grew up shit. fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many new people starting, you know, to work out and being on the streets and doing street workout. And they they don't know the history behind it, you know. Like 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 for me, you know, when I started, I did my research. You know, I checked you guys, I checked Zeph, I checked Barbarians, like like. 
Um, you know? You know? You guys are listening. You know? It's Raise that's Up. A, that's, a, that's a free promo. Raise Up. So, you know, like, I loved it. You know, Hannibal, like, you do your research, you know, and then you take it with you and do your thing. But, like, today, I don't think usually guys, like, the new guys, they don't check, like, what what happened in the 90s or, like, the 200s or what happened in 2010, 11, 12, when the world championships and everything started, like when you went, like they forget. So yeah. I think, I think it's normal. You go to a competition or to a park and they're like, what's your name? Yeah. 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 No, it is. It is. It's and crazy. You're like, cause... Oh my God. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause you would picture it would happen. You know, it makes total sense, but I didn't think it would happen yeah. like in such a That's small time frame. you know, like, 2014 is yesterday pretty much yeah yeah it, it went like that <laughs> yeah time oh man that's funny that's funny that happened to me once I went to a park and I, I was expecting you know people to know me and shit <laughs> no no picture no no question or i do a muscle up and they're like oh man you're strong and i'm like yeah what do you do for a living i'm like ah. Oh. I do this, you know. Oh, what's your name? Oh, home, you know. I'm like, oh fuck. See. Well, but yeah. you're, man. Like when you came up and everything. Like when I met you, you guys were big. I I remember like fanboying around you, <laughs> in like 2013 at the World Cup. I think my English was really bad. I don't remember. Was it? Do I don't remember, remember talking to you that much the no? World Cup. No, well, okay. I feel like we no got problem. we got cooler. <laughs> we got cooler the World Championship in Russia, and then through uh through uh, all the Baristi workout meetups. So people that don't know, Baristi uh, would link up consistently me, Dejan, and Vaskin, and would go like, to peace. Italy. Uh, Italy. What else? We did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Fibo maybe two or three times. Fibo we did. Italy. Remini we did. Oh, I didn't. I mean, we went to the in Norway, Moscow. Yeah, so we had a little squad going yeah. on. So that's what that's why me and Dayan really cool. And we met in New York. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years, three years ago. I called Dayan smashing donuts. Oh man, Duncan. The, it's like five five dollars, like the whole box. No wonder everyone is fat there. <laughs> it's no wonder when I went like everything is cheap like the the fast food is cheap no wonder like everything is like large you know like alright let's, let's take oh, a break it was a, let's take a yeah. break from calling Americans fat and let's discuss oh, yeah? how do you scale the <laughs> muscle ups to get heavier like how do you how often do you increase the weight and how often do you go to for a new like personal max do you have a structure to it or you just feel it out? Like, oh, I feel like I could do five pounds more. The thing, like, I always start with body weight, you know, like a warm up. And then I go one set of 10 kg, 20, one set, 30. What are the, the rep regions looking like? When it's like 10, 20 kg, I, I like five, eight, you know, so like mid range, you know. Then when it gets like 25, 30, 35 it's usually one or two 
but when it's like heavy heavy like the 40 i only do one and it goes like that you know like every set i increase the the weight by like five or ten kg depends and then i just lower the the rep range you know yeah, and yeah, yeah. increase the sets it's usually like that um for the it took me four years to go from 35 kg muscle up to 43 four years of training just to push through those five kg that's crazy how often do you do I mean, your muscle ups how often i do yeah it? once a week twice a week one once two times one is like heavy heavy so on mondays i do heavy heavy and then like a friday when it's my pool day i don't really go heavy like 20 kg max how many sets of muscle ups do you think you get during a session 15 around around 15 of muscle up yeah same for pull up yeah, 15 like divided up all the weights or 15? No, 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 no. 15 total. So I do like one of 10. The body weight I don't even count usually. So like 10, 20. Like usually the, the highest weight gets like eight sets. You know, and the, the rest between like before, it, it depends how I feel it. If I feel like I have to do one more just to be sure or just one more warm up with 20 kg, then I do it. You know, it, usually it doesn't have like a fixed, like a set range. How many body weight do uh, muscle ups you do before you, uh, before you start? Not much. Up? Eight, eight, ten, you know, just to feel it, just to feel like the shoulders, if they're in place, you know, like just to feel it, feel the movement. And then just stack the weight up. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're too tired to get to the max with uh, that many sets leading up to it? Yeah, at the beginning, I made that mistake because uh, I was doing too many sets. You know, like two sets of these, then three sets of this one with 20 kg, then four sets of 30 kg. And then when I get up <laughs> to my max, I'm already destroyed. You know, so I had to like research and talk to my coach for Olympic lifting. Like, what am I doing wrong? You know, he's like, you're doing too much. You know, like you need to jump the weights faster up. So you have to really warm up properly and get everything in place. And then you can jump from, you know, 10 kg to 30 kg already or from like 20 kg to 35, you know. It all depends how you warm up and how you feel. You do cardio too, right? I think I've seen you on uh, Instagram story. No? I feel like I've seen you jogging no. before. Never? No, no. no. <laughs> if, if I, if, nah, man, I hate that. I should, I started doing it a little bit, like in the gym, but like, you know, like classic on a bike for 20 minutes. I should do more. I'm just lazy, you know. For cardio, I'm like, I, I don't like it. Don't how, like do you, how do you tell someone to start calisthenics? Um, start from the basic, you know, pull, push, squat. You don't have to get fancy with it. 
you know, don't really focus on the movement, focus on the form before doing like a more advanced exercise. Take your time. Those are my main ones. People usually want to progress faster and it doesn't go like that. It's better to take your time and improve like the normal pull up or push up or squat, get it down perfectly. And when it get, gets easy, you know, do a heavier exercise, move up, move up the ladder bit by bit. Don't, don't overcomplicate the workouts, you know, keep it simple. That's uh, the main thing. If you have to complicate it, then it's, it's not going to get great. What's something you wish you knew when you started calisthenics? I wish I had someone to tell me about nutrition because definitely that will help my progress, you know, on the bar recovery, you know, like my form strength, it all comes from the diet. And, and I never had a proper diet before 2015, you know? So I wish I did more research or had someone like, yo, you have to eat, you know, this, this and that, don't eat this and this and that. You know, I wish I had someone to tell me that. But workouts wise, no, like, I have a good background, so I already knew how to work out and how to structure a little bit. But the diet part, the nutrition, I had no, like, no knowledge about it. If you go back in time, would you be vegan the whole time? No. No. I mean, everything is like, uh, everything is experience. I needed to go through the keto diet or flexible diet, you know, to learn. Like, my goal is to go through every diet possible, you know, and try everything for at least a year or two. Like, just to have that knowledge and, like, for my future clients, if someone wants to be vegan, I have the knowledge firsthand how to help them. You know, or someone wants to try keto, I can tell you how to do keto. Are you going to try carnivore? You know, like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe that that one will be next, probably. So you're, yeah. you're currently but, vegetarian. Why, why did you go from yeah. vegan to vegetarian? And what changes did you make to become a vegetarian? Again, because it's two years, you know, every two years I change. And it came the time, you know, two years were now last week. So I had to change. And I was like, what, you know, I never did vegetarian before, before vegan. I went strictly straight from keto to, to vegan. So I never had that between. So I was like, okay, let's go for vegetarian. I'm just going to add eggs and cheese. Milk, I don't like either way. And if I'm going to see a difference or not in my strength, if my body will change, you know, 
how I feel. And, you know, in two years, we're going to see what I think. But you, you didn't really feel the difference between keto and vegan, and that's like a really strong polar opposites. You, you expect to see a change between vegan and vegetarian? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But you know why I didn't feel a change? Because I always had like a well-balanced diet. You know, I like if you have a well-balanced diet, so eating a lot of vegetables, fruit, you know, everything you, your body needs for that particular nutrition, you're going to feel fine either way. So if you just change and do it again properly, how you should, then you're going to feel fine. If I didn't do the vegan diet properly, if I didn't have people helping me, like a few friends who are vegan and telling me like, yo, you have to eat these nuts, you know, take this, take it, you know, take like, don't just eat broccoli and eat a banana and expect you're gonna feel good. You know, like usually when people text me, like hating on me, like being vegan, like it's bullshit or it doesn't work. I tried it, it doesn't work, no, no, no. And I'm like, how long did you try it for? And they're like, ah, a month. What did you eat? Uh, bananas and Oreo. And I had a vegetarian pizza and, you know, that's it. And they don't feel, yeah. Vegans love Oreos. Oh, yeah. But you have people like those, you know, who try it. And then I I was one of those people, like, in 2015. You know, making memes about vegans, laughing, (laughs) you know, not giving up. I was one, like, I was one of those people. And then when I get really got into it and wanted to learn then i was like oh man this actually works you know and then then the other community the the meat eating community started hating on me again <laughs> i switched the the fan base now the the guys who eat meat they're like ah it's funny what would be your advice for someone who wants to get stronger i mean they I see think, Dejan, they're like, shit, he's so fucking strong. How do I get to that level? I want to get to the point where I could do a heavy-ass muscle-up or some heavy-ass pull-ups. Consistency. You know? Like, uh, you can't get strong, in a, like, super strong in a matter of a year. You know, all it all depends from where you start. If you're a total beginner and you want to get to, like, my level or any other athlete's level it's not gonna take you only a few months or a year i would recommend just be patient find a good workout program you know stick to it learn about nutrition because i think that's really number one and take your time strength will come you know it's not really a matter of a week or a few months, it will take time. And usually people like are impatient and that's when injuries happen. And then, then, you know, you're out for a month or two or even more. And then you lose motivation, you know, your discipline goes out of the window and then you're fucked. 
I mean, you should take your time. You also need to know your goal. So just strength, what does that mean? You know, overall strength, you want to do everything strong in, you know, in every aspect, or you want to just get strong at this one thing. You know, you need to know what you want and then tailor everything around you for that that goal. I think that's also a main part. Yeah, I agree with that. I think some people have like these uh, these huge goals of like, you know, a certain number of pull-ups or a certain weight of pull-ups. But then you look at their workout and their routines are just random. And sometimes they get yeah. to this goal, but it's like you got there by fucking well, luck. Well, I will take you. <laughs> it will take you by luck or it will take you not two years. It will take you five, you know, or ten. You know, I, I get people nonstop like texting me, DMing me like, oh, I've been working out for five years and I'm not near as strong as you or look as strong as you or whatever, you know, because you're not, you know, training properly. Who knows what's what what you're not doing right? You know, maybe it's nutrition or your program is not, you know, correct for you or your goal. A lot of people don't know what they're doing. Even when I go to a park or gym, you see people doing random stuff. You know, I'm just looking like, why are you connect? You know, I don't get just looking like that doesn't make sense what you're doing in a workout. And then you help. And then you ask, like, what do you like? You know, how can I help you? And they don't even know. Yeah, I think it. I think it's super important to have the right programming. I think you have a little space to do whatever you want if you're like just want to look good. Because as long as you're working out and you're eating right, you could get there. But if you want to get something yeah. very specific, like a, a really heavy muscle up, a very specific movement, you have to mm. tailor your routine towards it. Or you, you sure. it's going to take you forever. And I, I feel like sure. that's a lot in calisthenics. You get like uh, these routines become challenges and then you do these challenges. But it's like if you want to do the world's weighted muscle ups, what are you sitting here doing, you know, 150 push ups followed by like, you know, 35 dips and then. 100 squats is like wait that's not okay for endurance if you just want endurance that's i think fine you know but like you said like a specific goal like squat muscle up front lever you know planche like you need like a proper program yeah for general fitness you can just grab routines and you'll be fit and you'll be in shape guy and there's nothing wrong with it but i think there is something wrong with it if your goal is a specific yeah. thing and then and your true. routine is not tailored towards that. Then it's like, okay, then. True, true. I agree. And you have a lot of people like that. Yeah. It's super It's super common. Yeah, true. You mentioned nutrition a lot. What would be some principles that you would say would be a healthy diet, no matter what, uh, you know, uh, structure of a diet you have, if you're vegan or keto, what are some principles you should follow? If you're going to eat meat, then eat like... Uh, really quality meat you know like uh, grass-fed beef if you're gonna eat chicken and like try to get it from some farm i know that's like pretty difficult if you're living in a big city like new york or dubai or like for me here i live in a small city village basically in serbia like when i used to get chicken i got it from some old lady who used to have a farm <laughs> you know same with eggs dairy it's like organic you know where it's coming from so i recommend just know 
where your meat is coming from. Um, try to eat uh, various kinds of fruit and vegetables, not just, you know, broccoli and cauliflower. And that's it, you know, like a typical bodybuilder diet, you know, meat and broccoli and that's it you eat. Or like zucchini, you know, peppers, like just everything. Um, all kinds of nuts, healthy fats, avocado nuts, you know, in your diet. Um, I said fruit, a lot of water, tea. That's it. Like you don't have to complicate it. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just eat healthy. Stay away from processed foods, heavily processed. Foods. Yeah. Yeah. No sugar. It's okay for a cheat meal if you have it once, you know, once a week. But if you just go binge every day on it, everyday pizza and a burger and chips, then you're going to see your progress go down and your health also go down. I mean, if you're young, like, uh, then you're not really going to feel that huge an effect if you're like 17 and your metabolism is like just firing and you have a lot of testosterone and hormones are wilding. But if you're older and still eating like that, you're going to, you're going to feel it. Speaking about hormones, if you could go to any Dayan's random picture of Dayan looking brolic and you have someone accusing you of taking testosterone. Every day. <laughs> have you ever taken an external hormone? No. Absolutely not. Why do you think you I mean, get uh, so many accusations? Or do you think it's common for everyone? Because I've I've got accused I, a couple of times and I've seen it, you know. I think it's common, you know. Even back in 2013, when I was like 70 kilograms, I had people telling me <laughs> on on steroids. So that, especially, you know, I have that famous picture that I posted like uh, before and after in 2013 and I'm, I'm doing it every year you have like a big leap of uh progress from 2012 to 2013 14 15. but people usually don't know that i was fit before 2012. you know like the 2012 picture was me at my lowest you know me quitting gymnastics for a year drinking partying eating crap, you know, having no goals or anything. And then people judge that one picture to any progress I did, you know, even now. And saying I can't, you, it's impossible to improve in that short. If seven years is short, like, it's impossible. So I always got accused, you know. I, it's, now it's just a part of it. You know, uh, I see everyone getting accused. If you look good, you can be skinny and have abs. Someone will tell you have you did steroids, you know, so it's like normal. If I say if I decline, people won't believe you. You know, like uh, I would get tested, but it's pretty expensive and not everyone can do it here. And I told like people straight up, like find someone, you know, qualified to test organization or whatever i'm gonna give you my address let me know one day before so i'm home 
or not traveling, knock on my door and test me. I, I want to get tested, you know, and I want to have that paper and post it on, on Instagram and get likes. But no one, no one wants to do it. And I, I was expecting to get tested in um, like uh, in uh, Moscow or Norway. Because if you read like the the paperwork from the federation, it says there you can get tested like randomly or whatever. But that never happened. Or for the UFL when I competed in uh, New York, you know, I think also in the contract was like uh, they're gonna test maybe. But again, didn't happen. So that's normal. Steroids is common in the fitness industry though. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people that do it and then say they don't do it. Oh, oh yeah. I would say, like, sure. I think a lot of people at home would be surprised, like, how many, like, influencers are, like, fucking roided up. And yeah, it's, that's true. It's, like, so much money on the line. It's like, uh, you, you kind of see, like, yeah. what, what what inspires people, what motivates them to, you know, keep it. Especially, especially now when you have so much competition. Yeah. You know? Like, if you don't look good, you know, you're going to lose money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, that. you're going to lose money to someone else with a, I don't know, I, I never really got offered. I was never around those people who take them, you know, like, especially when you're working out in a park. It's already a sport where people usually don't have money. You know, like for me, like in the last maybe four, three, four years, I've been making like money, like proper. Like before that, I was broke. When we traveled, when I went to Moscow and Norway and Italy, I was broke. You know, I got that money from the the event. I really didn't have a job. I didn't start uh, selling like uh, programs. I didn't have an app like I have now, like. You know, I was struggling. Like I didn't have anything. So how, how the how the hell I'm gonna afford steroids when I didn't even have like a proper nutrition? You know, but people see the progress and everything, which I understand. Sometimes I take a good picture, you know, for Instagram, and I look at it, and I'm like, holy shit, this looks like I'm on steroids. You know, just big, and I I understand why people will you know, judge or have like an opinion of me taking it. But, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm natural. Do you think there's a lot of steroid heads in uh, calisthenics in general? Maybe a few. I think there are. But in general. Definitely not as common as like uh, fitness modeling and uh, bodybuilding. Yeah. <sighs> Definitely are. I don't want to name names and everything. Of course not. No, yeah. No. Or should I? No. Oh, I mean, no. you could, you can if you want. No, no, no. I'll I'm definitely, be, no, 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 I'll no. definitely be quoting it in the podcast description. <laughs> Dayan says this person does steroids. Oh. No, but <laughs> no. I mean, you have definitely have people because even for me, like I do weight to Cali and I do everything properly and I have a program. I eat properly, you know. Like I rest. This is all I do, you know. And then you see people who are like eighteen. And doing like crazy numbers of you know reps and weights, and like how the 
how the hell, you know, does passing me? And I do like everything properly. And so you have people who, who do it, but I don't know. It's, it's normal. You can't like, well, for me to hate on them, I don't have any, why? Yeah, my personal opinion, I don't, I don't, I'm a big person on like, I don't, I don't care what other people do. You know, it's, it's, it's none of my business. If someone, yeah, you know, smokes it. weed, does steroids, does e-pills, I think it's, do what it's, you none, want, of, yeah. it's none, none of my business. And I feel like the person shouldn't have to disclose it. I think there are some situations where I think it's, it's wrong. Uh, if you're competing if you in compete. a sport. Yeah. If you're competing yeah. in a sport, I think, yeah, you have to disclose it because you, you have this crazy unfair advantage. And then two, if you're selling a product and then you credit what you got from steroids on the product. But outside of those two situations, I say you work out recreationally, you take steroids. I think it's no one's Fuck business. It, do you it. know, yeah. you tell people you did do it. Tell people you did it. You know, talk about it if you want. Don't talk about it if you don't want. It's no one's business. It's what you do in your, yeah. your personal home. I forgot. I got offered once when I tore my shoulder. So I have a, I had torn rotator cuffs. So here, 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 and here. In so you both, both shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them were already. That already happened when I was a gymnast. Because we had like really, really old rings that we used. Like my grandfather used to work out on those rings. Wow. You know, and I used to compete on the same ones. Like literally your grandfather. Yeah, for sure. And my dad. When they went, like my uncle, like <laughs> my family used to like go there and like work out and stuff. So they were so old that I did like a move and one of them broke. One of the rings broke and like just snapped my arm. So that's when I got it once. And then another time, and I think in 2015, I did like a small freestyle in Zagreb. I did a dynamic move on a bar and I felt when I was going down, I just felt something go. And I did again on myself. I'm like, oh, that was weird. I did a, I did another move, again grabbed it and I felt it again like no pain. But I knew something is like, you know, wrong. So I was like, oh man, I think I have to go to the hospital. So I went to a hospital and they were like, oh, it's nothing. You know, you're fine. And you still had no pain. That At that point, I already cooled off. You know, I cooled off. So I, I started having pain. But the doctor was like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, they didn't do a proper checkup. You know, they're like, you're fine. So fast forward to like a year or two, I was again in uh, in Dubai. Uh, I still had like problems and everything for the whole two years. Even in uh, Norway, uh, when I competed, I if you remember in my performance, I went down and I hold my, my arm and then I popped it back in. I do remember that. I, dis I dislocated it a little bit and I popped it back in, in Norway when I competed. And then when I went to, to Dubai to live in 2016, I went to a military hospital there. I did every exam, you know, like the MRI, everything. 
And the doctor was like, um, do you work out like this? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, yeah, you tore both of your shoulders like a long time ago and it didn't heal properly. So the tendons and everything was like just mashed up. I had like knots in my in my shoulder. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what now? It was like, yeah, we can schedule a operation in Prague like next next week. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Can we do rehab or something? He's like, no, you have to do a, a surgery. You know, that's it. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do a surgery. What can we do, you know, instead of that? And he was like, yeah, you can take steroids. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, nah. So I didn't. I went to a physio, which actually the physio worked for the prince in Dubai. He worked for the prince. He worked for Nadal, the tennis player, Maradona, and a few other, like, high, high level athletes. And he did, like, uh, some therapy. So he basically re-injured my shoulder so he can heal properly. How did he do that? With a machine, with, which, like, like a... Like, like a power gun that is, like, shoots like that? Something like that. Yeah, but so much painful. You know, like, small, precise, and just 1,000 times in my shoulder. And just re-injured it so you can heal properly. How long were you out for? Two months. Two months, I think, did, to heal. Did you end up going back to a, a, another doctor or hospital to see like uh, what it is? No, like since now? then, no. And since then, no. Do you have any pain still? No, no. Wow. The shoulder, no. So it helped. Uh, it's, for sure, it's never going to be the same as before, you know. But I don't really have problems with it. Yeah, so that's the that was yeah that was the only time someone was like you you should take steroids. Well, what about right, so, your shoulder? Oh yeah, I hurt my shoulder uh, freestyling. I think I've seen you do the oh, same move yeah. I've done before too. It's like uh, the pull up to the back lever, and it's so weird because I've done it. Oh man, I've done yeah. it like fifty, a hundred times, you know. And I just did it this one time on vacation. And I was just like, oh, it feels funny. Oh man, and, yeah, I was it, I was out for a while, and then. I came back. I, I met an amazing uh, physical therapist in uh, Miami, and he just, mm. you know, was really rough with the massaging, and it shit worked. <laughs> and then I yeah. was back, and then I, I was doing a lot of, I think I was weighted muscle-ups, or maybe just high-endurance muscle-ups, and it just hurt me again. And then I met uh, someone else that I planned on having on the podcast who uh, who taught me to just strength train my shoulder. So now I do like uh, one day a week, I hit weights on the, on uh, really heavy on the just shoulder. Thing. No, not just that. I, I like full on shoulder Everything, press and oh, okay, nice. like a whole bodybuilder shoulder day. Uh, I mean, since the gym was open, now it's closed, so I don't do that. And I actually feel yeah, the man. difference in my shoulder, but like having really strong shoulders have helped me. So I try to throw in a shoulder day uh, once a week. Nice. I do the same thing. I have to like pump up the rotator cuff, you know, oh, yeah. get everything warm up properly so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yeah, that, that heavy weighted shoulder day is one day a week, but I every every workout I always start off with the resistance band and make sure yeah. make sure my shoulder gets nice and swollen before I do anything. Uh, we have to, man. We have to do it like that. We're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Injured, old, getting older. 
So you have a really cool shirt on. Uh, where can we find it? What does it say? Gorilla Gang, right? Oh, this one. Gorilla Gang, yeah. I mean, it's out of stock now. And it's been a while now. We uh, we sold everything, and I think in a week. So everything we had, when we released it, it just it went. And now we are just looking for like a, a factory, you know, to make more. And so we can easily distribute and everything like the first time we did it was basically from our office in germany and we did like everything manually you know so every shirt we did and everything every hoodie we had to like pack it you know do everything plan it and then go to the post office but now now this week we're you know progressing for making more so hopefully soon we're gonna have them, have them on stock. Yeah. What's the website? Or is it's, it it's off now. Okay. So Gorilla Gang. Yeah, just Gorilla Gang. And you sell workout yeah. programs, and you have an app as well. Yeah, we released an app. Uh, I think it's now seven months since we released it. Twenty five seven fit. So we have myself as an athlete there, and. We have my programs there, and we have Vadim Olenik on the app and his programs. So in the future, we're going to add more coaches there, more more programs, more features on it. But for now, we have a lot of members on it. Uh, when we released it, it was trending on Apple and Google Play. Nice. So that's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's cool. Big. Yeah. For fitness, it was trending number two. I think it was trending. And um, yeah, it's going great. You know, this is all we do now. Just the app and the shirts. We're gonna start again. And that's it. Grinding, especially now when we can't travel. I can't do any any workshops. I can't film content properly because my whole team is in Germany. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult few months. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, same for you guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm in New York. We're like super duper locked down. Like everything's closed. Still? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that like... they closed maybe only two thirds of the park. So one park by me is open with the with the pull-up bars. So I go there really oh, early okay. to work out, try to avoid the crowd. But yeah, New York City is pretty locked down. I plan on going to Florida yeah. actually pretty soon. Can you can you fly? Is it still allowed yeah. to fly? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, pretty weird, huh? <laughs> there's less flights, but yeah, there's still flights going out. Uh, that's crazy though, because here in Europe they closed everything for like two months. Yeah, no, we've like, we've been having like a a lot of struggle trying to close stuff here. Like people have been oh, protesting man. and stuff. Americans are very rebellious. I I man, people here are were protesting to just close everything down the opposite you know <laughs> at the beginning but now now they're like just open everything you know after two months they're like just we're gonna risk it just let me out you know even for me as soon as they opened the gym i was like well you know i i'm not really afraid afraid because if you're healthy and you really take care of yourself you're not really in a a big danger, I think. 
Well, there's a story of two different Olympians, one from Iran and one from Europe, that got COVID, and they described it as the worst virus they've ever had. They had to be hospitalized. So after reading those stories, I was like, I am healthy, but Olympic level? Maybe. I'm not. Olympic level, you know, what does that mean? You're a good athlete. Yeah, you could eat shit and sleep like shit. True. You know, who knows what kind of... Maybe they had like a precondition. You know, some kind of issues and everything, you know, before. So, again, like if you're just healthy and you work out regularly, it doesn't even have to be every day and you eat healthy and you really don't have any precondition like asthma or anything like that. I think you have. Yeah, yeah. There's times where I have a hard time breathing. So I was like, shit, that's actually your lungs. I'm definitely going out. Oh, shit. Okay, then don't go out. (laughs) <laughs> I still go out. I just take the proper precaution, you know, the mask, hand sanitizer after you touch something. As long as you get home, wash hands. And I don't, yeah. you know, I don't hang out with people. I just keep my AirPods on and, you know, do what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me in the, in the gym. You know, I have my training partner and that's it. You know, like, usually I don't really hang out with a lot of people. You know, like few friends. I have like a small circle here. My girl and the, like, that's it like i i keep it small it's not really like before when you have too many people then it's you know how it is yeah i'm the same way well dayan it's been a pleasure we need to figure out how Uh, to get the crew back together me you voskin and baristi workout if we could ever find him i think it's here somewhere we just need to dm him and tell him to stop posting memes Start man, we have to restart baristi workout, IG page. We have to restart the clothing line. And the YouTube page, yeah. Oh yeah, he has also man. Huge shout out to Dan Fratano. He did his thing. Definitely. He was the first ones, you know, one of like who helped push everything, organize everything, you know. He had some of the best events I've ever been to. That man, yeah, people, but he popped off King of the Bar, King of the Bar, you know, like that's classic stuff, you know, like he's a he's a G, definitely. Yeah, you, sure. you and him, you're the ones, you know. Thank you. Well, it was cool, a pleasure. Man. We should do this one again, yeah. I'm sure we didn't get feedback on the first one, and then we just come back and go. Cool, cool, man. Until. Thanks so much for inviting me. I hope you stay safe there. You know, don't go out. Try to not going out. Keep safe. And then hopefully when this is all over, I can come to New York. Real quick, if you like the podcast episode, you can help us out by rating us five stars. Just head to wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a nice five-star review. It helps us rank and it helps us promote the podcast to more people. And it's a great way to share the message. We always appreciate your help and support. Thank you.